This episode of Silly Talks About what Science Fiction is brought to you, you by... Giggle Water! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman. And I'm Kristen Kiss. And we are the co-authors of a fantastic science fiction <laughs> comedy, comedy series yeah. called Prison, Prison Dad. Dad! You can check it out on prisondad.com. There's like five books. They're funny. They're a good time. They're silly. They should make you giggle. They're with you. <laughs> Alright, so, obviously we're here to talk about Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Yeah, I want to go find them. They're super cute. <laughs> <laughs> we just saw it, like, half an hour ago. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. It and was we fun. didn't even really have any giggle water. We're just feeling no. giggly because yeah. it was a fun movie. This because we had soda, and we're not, like, soda drinkers. It's true. Yeah. It was, like, carbonated sugar. S- silliness. Mm. So, um... First thing, you know, separating it from Harry Potter. That's what I kind of want to focus on here. Right. We're we're in New York. We're in the past. And we're in the past, yeah. We're before Valdi things ever did anything at all. Totes. Before he's even but alive. We're after um, Albus Dumbledore and Grindelwald had a falling out. Yeah, after they stopped tickling each other's fancies. Oh my. And after his sister met her untimely end. Um, but yeah, so the beginning Fences. of the movie sort of oh, starts off with uh, newspaper clippings, right? Like sort of like we've seen in in the Potter movies before um, about Grindelwald being on the loose and causing trouble. So we know that there's consternation in the wizarding world and people are trying to sort of hide wizards and, you know, uh, there's danger in being a magical person. Right? I thought it was interesting because they use some of the same terms in New York that they did in right in London or England mm-hmm. in in across the pond, right? If you will, mm-hmm. will you? Why not? Okay, um, so they use some of the same terms, and then they use some terms that are, that are completely different. So it's kind of funny, like yes, they call them nomadges mm-hmm. instead of muggles. Mm-hmm. But we still heard like squib and. And it was fun when Newt says, Merlin's beard! <laughs> <laughs> like Ron does. Right? Yep. Yeah, um, yeah and, and um, what's his name? The uh, the professor that came back to help Harry in Half-Blood Prince. The chubby one. He said it. What the heck is his name? I can see his face. Um, Slughorn? Slughorn. Yeah, Slughorn. I knew it the whole time. Merlin's beard. I was waiting for you to suffer. It was kind of funny. It's not funny. Best friend. It's teasing. So, uh, so we, the next difference that I noticed between this movie and the Harry Potter universe is that we are taking place in a primarily muggle non-magi world. Right. Where, you know, before we're used to, like, everybody being magical. Right. And, ev- and almost next to no muggles whatsoever. Maybe a couple right. in the beginning. Right. Um, but now, it's, it's you know, there's muggles everywhere. Well, you're in New York City, so there's people everywhere. <laughs> so, you know, that, that complicates it further, but there's... Um, I work in the basement. Right? <laughs> I work in a big city like that. So, yeah, so, but there's, like... Definitely oh, magic, magic people, you know, sort of around and sort of hiding themselves. Um, but they are organized. They have, you know, they have their Congress building. Yes. And it's got one of those cool clocks, kind of like um, Mama Weasley had in her kitchen. Mm-hmm. But it tells, you know, how, how much danger the wizarding community is in 
from kind of like the threat levels we see right right like know. like code level orange or red or yeah. something like that do you, is, you, is that how you like dress to go to work when you see that or do you <sighs> at this point i feel like we're constantly on code level <laughs> it's always Anytime red that genius sends a tweet ah, but um yeah. anyway anyway um so yeah different uh, different Terms we're dealing with a lot more, a lot, yeah, a lot more, more non non magical. This non-magic. that that was interesting. Yeah, so, and then it was kind of interesting, you know, like the architecture of things was beautiful. Oh yeah, because it was like what it was after World War Two, but before the Depression, so it's probably right. the twenties, right? Mm-hmm. And people gave gave a you know gave a rat's tailie. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. thinking like twenties. They cared or 30s. more than they care today. That's and um, yeah, so it was like older architecture. You had the um, really beautiful 20s style um, of dressing for the women, at least, with yes. a lot of velvet and beading and like the short sort of flapper haircuts, which I love that that period in American history. Um, you know, All the men were in suits. Yeah, men were in suits. The house elves, and, house elves were in suits, you oh, know? Yeah, little house elves serving drinks and things like that. Um but, uh, and there's a lovely scene with, like, a jazz singer who I guess is some sort of an elf. It's yeah. a feature I've never really I seen was, I thought she was an elf. Before. Um, but uh, she was uh, quite the little performer. Um, now, the level of, of, you know, CG was off the hook compared to... True. A lot of the other, you know, Harry Potter True. movies. I mean, cause because it's all about the creatures. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, Harry was mostly about Ron, Harry, and Hermione, and going through... Obviously, the magic was computer-generated. and Right. You know, mostly, it was case, mostly always the baddie, you know, when you think about, like... True, like the Valdi things yeah. and what have you. But, um, but the most delightful part of this movie is the little creatures that you get to see. And I love... Um, J.K. Rowling just to me has such a wonderful imagination. Yeah. Um, and I think David Yates really, um, you know, meets her all the way with with creating a visualization. Yeah, because if you look on IMDb, it says she has the only writing credit in the whole thing. Yeah. That's cool because you know, I mean, obviously she's she's an amazing author. Obviously, right? You know, just her her words are, are just beautiful, but um. You know, Stephen Close, he worked on every single screenplay for the whole, all eight movies, and here he, you know, he wasn't involved. She, But she wrote it as a screenplay, too, so. Right, right, but, you know, it's it's kind of impressive to me that they didn't let any, you know, nobody else went in there and, and yeah, trifled well, around she with She is it. very, very intelligent and very careful about her intellectual property rights. Um, so that... She doesn't want anybody messing... No, she doesn't want anybody messing with the world that she created, and I admire her for that, because a lot of other writers don't realize what they give away sometimes. Right. Exactly. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, she really... And this is the first of five. Yeah. Five movies! That's crazy. I am excited, because I want to see more great little creatures. My favorite creature in this movie was the Niffler. The Niffler was very cool. Because he was very much like me, in that he enjoys sparkly things and wants to collect them. Do you take but I wouldn't things? steal things. No, I just, I just admire them. You mean like if I turn you upside down, them. you're not going to like little coins will pop out <laughs> and sparkly earrings and things. And but it was he's great. A cute little mole guy. All, all the all the critters <laughs> look so good. Yeah, they they really look did. better than a lot of the you know even you know the Harry Potter movies. Obviously, the graphics get better and better as right. time goes on. They were the these thing. cool like snaky bird things. Yeah, I don't know the name of all of them either. <laughs> no, but they're beautiful. And then this little old thing that had like long hair on it and it could disappear. That was really cute too. I like the um, guys. 
in the case, those like, I don't know, they kind of look like ostriches. Like chubby ostriches. Oh, yeah, they were cute, they too. They had faces like Ray, my cat Oh, Ray. yeah, they did with big eyes. Yeah. And you saw a bow truckle. Yes. One of Newt's little friends that he goes has with him all the time is a bow truckle who helps get you out of sticky situations. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of cool because we definitely heard about them before. Right. Um, but I had never... Uh, and we heard of Nifflers before. Yes, but I never saw a little Niffler. No. They're very cute. Yeah, but it was it was it was a really fun movie. It's also like kind of scary and sad. It was, it was a um, tad predictable at times, but not to the point where I was like angered, you know. No, and it, you know, I mean, it's a different sort of storytelling because it's not like the epic sort of you know quest for a young hero to meet his adversary. This is just about ancillary characters existing in a man who cared about the, the animals. World. I was. He was coming to New York because he wanted to let the, the one creature go in Arizona pulled. where he belonged. Like, yeah. that's what he was doing there. Right. And he ended up getting... Embroiled in the, you know, storyline where, you know, so, some angry witch-hating woman yeah. was trying to keep keep the wizards down. The cast, though. Yeah, the cast is super cool. Eddie Redmayne um, was awesome. Yeah, he was absolutely charming and adorable. He he was doing this whole thing where he was like really shy, and so he wouldn't look the other characters in the eye. And I love that he did that because yeah. it really came off very As well. A shy, kind of antisocial. Yeah, like didn't fit in, so he was really not certain of how to interact with people all the time. But I it dig. was lovely. Um, and I was really excited to see Catherine Watterson, who is Sam Watterson's daughter. He's one of my favorites from Great Gatsby, the original version, not the Leo Leonardo DiCaprio, um, and obviously Law and Order. Dun, dun. And she looks so dun, much dun, like her dun, dad. Dun, dun, dun. She's so pretty, but you can totally see Sam's face in her face, and she's, you know, tall and slender, um, and I thought she did a fantastic job. You know what, um, you know what I think of when I think of Sam Watterson? No. I think of a uh, robot insurance. Oh yeah, he Isn't did he do the, the robot selling insurance. Selling the robot insurance. Yes, he did. Oh, uh, my mind is like a twelve-year-old. It's pretty funny. No, but I thought she did a lovely job. I liked her much better in this than I did in that Inherent Vices movie. But I didn't really like that Inherent Vices movie because it put me to sleep. And then you had Colin Farrell being, you know, a creepy jerk. Yeah, let's face it. Colin Farrell is one of our, you know, great ruiner <laughs> of things. <laughs> but he didn't ruin this, so okay, Colin, you get a pass. It wasn't that bad. One. Well, because he was playing like an evil, like smarmy kind of. And let's face it, if you got this far into the podcast, you've seen the movie, and Colin Farrell isn't coming back for the next one. Nope. Nope. Bye now, Mr. Farrell. Hooray! Thanks for stopping by. Johnny Depp, that was a... I remember hearing that he was going to be in this and kind of like brushed yeah, it off. Yeah, I didn't like, know he was going to be in it, so I was... I knew something like that was going to happen at the very end, but I didn't know who it was until they showed his face. Um, and then we had Ezra Miller, who's done a couple of really lovely roles in... Um, you know, we have to talk about Kevin and also uh, Perks being a wallflower, and he plays Credence, which is kind of a funny he's, name. He's going to be the Flash. Thinking of Clearwater Revival every time. They I say know, his right? Name. Me too. But, well, um, he was the Flash, but right. so briefly, you In know, Suicide Squad, we saw, which we watched last night, which was like, oh, what are you doing, DC? That was so boring. It was just like, who the hell? Like, it wasn't even a story, and it didn't make sense. It was like a bunch of cool costumes. Really loud, weird music. It was from a good-looking like movie. Yeah. But it was what? trying to be the it's Watchmen like said, too much. It's like it's like an alien came down, and someone told the alien, make a movie that looks like a blockbuster. But So it made it look like it, 
but it had no story and no like character development because an alien might not understand that we appreciate things like that. Major disappointment. Anyway. Super disappointment. Back to this. Back to this movie, which was not a disappointment. It was no. absolutely delightful. I didn't think I, I was going to get a chance to see it in the theater, so I'm glad that we went. Me too. I had so much fun. I loved, you know, sort of like the, the New York contingent of wizards, and they talk briefly about the school in New York, which I know she has a couple of short stories online, which, naughty, naughty me, I still haven't read yet. So. I love it when they called Hogwarts hogwash. Yeah, that was kind of funny. It was kind of cool seeing the 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 witch fall for uh, the Muggle, you know. Like yeah, that, that was sweet, right? You know, like that whole storyline was sweet because it. Yeah, at first you're thinking like they're gonna switch cases and then you know they're just gonna wipe his mind and you never see him again. But he was such yeah. a major character in the whole movie. It was great, right? I really did enjoy that too. Um, and it's hard in New York because everybody's so close together and there's so many people. Like you kind of have to interact with non-magical folks um so it's a different sort of cherubic actor they call him the guy that that played the the muggle um in this one he's been in a lot of stuff yeah he has been in a lot of stuff yeah his face definitely looked familiar to me but um yeah so that was a really lovely storyline and he's a baker so um you know that that ties into the ending that even though you know he doesn't remember what happened he could like his mind retain some of the images that oh yeah he couldn't piece it all together but when he saw her he he put it he put yeah. it back together too but um i really i just really enjoyed it and i think it was such a cool story um not you know really referencing much that was going on in harry potter's life so it's completely like just history wizard history that you kind of get to see a piece of um and it was really beautiful to watch the the scenes um you know, where Credence is, is sort of breaking down into not Credence. Um, the way that they visualize that is really cool. Um, I, yeah, I the just visual, really enjoyed yeah. it. I enjoyed it. It made me feel happy and hopeful and sad and a little scared and fascinated. So, you know, it, it was nice that they were able to, like, you know, I was worried that they were going to, like, mess the timeline up. And I was like, wait, hold on a second. Don't reboot Hogwarts on me. Because, you know, I, I thought everybody would be exposed. And, of course, there's the catch-all at the end that can put everything back yeah, the way right. it was. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, being out in the rain, not counting the people that were inside. But anyway. Um, yeah, but the people inside probably didn't see as much, too, right? Because they didn't they, see the thing destroying the entire city? Yeah, I mean, they might have just seen it out their window. That's it's not, true, too. See, when you're in New York, like... Because there's so many buildings, there's only so much that you can see. It's not like an open visual array where you can, like, see a monster doing things. Like, you see, you know, bricks falling, and you might see something like, I don't know, like, one window. And it was at nighttime, mostly, when that happened. Yeah, so, you know, you might look out the window and see, like, cop cars or lights off in the distance, but you might, but you're not going to see the destruction. So I really felt that it was Credence from the beginning, um... And they were trying to play it off as the girl who kept doing the hopscotch. Right. Being her. Yeah. Because it was the, you know, like they've seen it in girls before. They kept mentioning girls. Right. And, and, mentioning the boy. and, and he was older. Younger, right. Yeah, a lot younger. Which but when like Colin Farrell kept going to him, I felt like it had to be him, you know? Yeah, that was like little weird, intense moments there. Yeah. Like where he's kind of. Because that's when I also figured out that, that he was Grindelwald because. Because he was 
sort of taking advantage of like pushy. a young man was, that yeah. was a little lost. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then he gives him the necklace of the um, Deathly Hallows. Right, so that wear. was cool so seeing that. Like, oh yeah, okay. You know, that sort of tied everything in. Um, right. And you know, it's just it's fun, like for like the little nostalgic things too. Like Newt had a had a Hufflepuff scarf. In his bag. Oh, right, yeah. So that's kind of so cute. So that, that was cool. You know, little, and they talk that's about it. Dumbledore. Yeah. Um, Colin Farrell talks about Dumbledore. How terrifying was the acid chair that you're watching oh, your yeah. good memories as you're going to dissolve? Like, I know. Whoa! That's messed up. And that room was really creepy. It looked like a gas chamber. It looked like a gas chamber or it looked like a like a mental hospital, yeah, like, like a, a, like a rubber hospital. room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very terrifying like for this. Like where they go to, to kill wizards when they've you know, wrong to the uh, Congress or whatever. See, now, something like this, you had Colin Farrell kind of, like, um, saying, like, hey, we need to... How do I say it? Like, we need to kill them. Like, that's it for them, you know? And then right. everyone else was like, all right, fine. Like, they just went along with it. Well, like, you know, it's sort of like a secret society where if people don't do what they're supposed to do... Um, they have to stay hidden. I guess that's like their main edict is not to let anybody know about them. So if somebody traverses that, you don't really get much negotiation. You just get ended. Yeah. You know, it's like spies, right? Yeah, that's true too. Kind of yeah. like you don't really get a chance to apologize <laughs> if you've done something like that. Um, so, but it, it would have been a bummer because we were just getting to know old Newt and... And Tina. Yeah, Tina. Tina's character is interesting. You know, an ex or Right. Putting down to, like, you know, wand permits. Right. That's and, like, whoa. Right. That's yeah, like, that reminds me of, like, you know, like a detective having to go back and, like, walk a beat. Or, yeah, like, exactly. do parking meters exactly. kind of thing. You know, like, that's... And in this case, that was her first infraction where, you know, muggles found out yeah. which is and then they had to cover it up so because of that she got in trouble she got demoted and got demoted so yeah but but to be in order and then have a totally lame job and she was clearly not in anybody's good graces no you know they even did though not like her. you know it's it's she's also you know it's apparent that she's clever yeah and brave mm-hmm. and like you know wants to right the wrongs in the world um, you know, whereas her sister is just really kind of adorable and silly and lighthearted and, you know, essentially is like a waitress, I guess. Kind of. Yeah, pretty um, much. Yeah. Who likes to cook with her magic, magic skills. Right. Um, but, you know, and they have this cute little apartment, little walk up apartment, the two of them where they're like, you know, playing some fun little happy jazz music and it's yeah. very cozy with a little fireplace and a little table you know that's kind of that's kind of cool like thinking of like two witch sisters having a little apartment together in new york city i liked um you know the mention of like world war one because now we're you know world war one was, was very bloody and it's kind of interesting you know hearing hearing about world war one in something in the harry potter universe because we're always so focused on what we don't know. We're always yeah, so focused right? on, like, yeah, all, all, all the things we don't know with magic, because they're always telling us things we don't know, and these things are happening concurrently with history. But now we're dealing with something that happened in our history. And how it impacted the wizarding world. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you kind of want to wonder, too, like, how much did wizards have to do with wars in 
her world, you know, like divorce really happen all the time because of only muggle things or were there mistakes that cause things, you know? I don't know. It's kind of interesting. That's a good point. Yeah. But um but it was fun. I love the costumes, um the and the the period, you know, jewelry and and uh, furniture and the cars. Yeah, every all, um, every detail. All the details were really, really lovely. The suitcase was mm-hmm. was neat. You know, it was kind of a throwback to, kind of like you know, um, Hermione's the bag. Trunk. Yeah, and Hermione's, also yeah, like the where they kept Mad Eye Moody down right, in the, the trunk. trunk and the um, the tents. Yeah, the tents from, in the uh, Goblet of Fire. The uh, Quidditch World Cup. Yeah, right. We had a little bit of a Quidditch, Quidditch reference too when. Mm-hmm. When um, the what's her name was passing out the propaganda on the steps, and yeah, like, you know, and he goes, "Oh, you know, are you a seeker?" He goes, "More of a chaser," and he, he chases after his Niffler, who's <laughs> in the bank wreaking oh, havoc, Niffler trying to steal coins and gems. I love the inside <laughs> of the and the inside of the case, though. I oh yeah, that was it. really like, cool. How it had like all the different every, environments. Everybody was like getting along, you know. Yeah, like, little creatures. Well, he said they were all harmless, like they were all yeah. He did you know, say that, gentle yeah. creatures, mm-hmm. and and they were fun. It was fun to sort of discover them with the other Muggle. <laughs> yeah, as he's being like sort of led through, and because ex- he's, he's like explaining us, to him, you know, he's, yeah, you know, here's this is what this is, and yeah. you know, this is how these creatures yeah, everything's survive. Everything's so organized, and right, and and I feel like you could watch it a bunch more times and see so many more details in the it, background. I'm sure. Yeah, it goes so fast, and it's kind of dark, like a little bit, like the lighting in yeah. it is a little dark, so you couldn't make out everything. But there were definitely like a lot of interesting creatures. I think if you had some more time to pay attention to it, you'd probably see like a lot of other. And things. it's also be nice without that uh, that drunk girl. A couple. Um, Rose in front of us. I was yeah. like, whoa, check that out! <laughs> yeah, she was, like, screaming in the one part when he, like, threw that little creature out that there gets was, like, big. There was, 15 people in the theater. <laughs> I know, but you could hear everything that she said. Yeah, there's a cool little invisible dude who, like, eats an apple that was a little bit, and, and steals a lollipop that was a little bit reminiscent of when Harry was out marauding with his uh, invis- cloak of invisibility. So that was kind of cute. Um, All right, well, well let's, yeah. let's speculate what we do. Oh, wait, no, wait. One more thing I want to talk about with the movie. Uh, we got some Lestrange name dropping. Yes, apparently Newt was really good friends with, with one of the Lestrange... Maybe even more than family friends. Members. Yeah, do, you well, I mean? do you know what I mean? Yes, I'm an adult. Oh. I do understand. Oh, wait, do you know what I mean if I do this? Wink. Yes. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. You, Wait, what about winking this way? If you start making that creepy sound again, scaring. Um. Anyway, uh, you have to be my best friend, you know. I am your best friend, but um, but yeah. So that's kind of interesting to sort of see like were some of the Lestrange family like nice people at one point since one was friends with Newt or hey, one bad apple not- doesn't spoil the bunch. Yeah, but I mean, Bellatrix is pretty bad, and Cuckoo Bananas doesn't speak well for the health, mental health of the family in general. Well, when you have one bad, one baddie, I don't know if she's the only baddie in the list. Strange she family, has a sister, I mean, right? Yeah, she's like a sister who's yeah. like kind of evil too. Yeah, you know, I mean, not as evil, but still. 
Um, but anyway, so we don't really know much about, we didn't learn much about the Lestrange family because Newt kind of, you know, shuts the conversation down every time it turns to her. Brings it back a little bit at the end, but... But, uh, but, you know, it makes you feel curious to find out more about what their relationship was like and where it might have gone wrong, right? Because it's, it's pretty clear that they're no longer friends, but he did care enough about her that he keeps her picture around, so it's... And it's the only picture he keeps around. Right. It's intriguing. Yes. Even though we know he has a brother who is famous because oh, right. yeah. he gets name-dropped. Uh-huh. Um, and he fought in the war, they said. And he fought in the war. So, you know, but he doesn't have his picture. He doesn't have his mom and dad. And because J.K. Rowling wrote this movie... Look at the little Netflix! You know oh, she God. has a plan. Oh, you know she's going she to wrap it all does. up. She wraps everything up. Like, she, she's always she ten steps ahead. <laughs> wrap it up? Mm-hmm. Just kidding. So what 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 are our expectations about Fantastic Beasts and where to find them number two? Well, I think Newt is gonna be back in England and well, uh, Tina. And Tina is back, you know, hopefully being an aura or, you know, getting to continue with investigations. So you think they're gonna stay an ocean apart for the next movie? Mm, maybe not the whole time. Part of it maybe. They'll be doing their own sort of like investigations and maybe there's a reason that they have to be brought back together. I feel like number um, two is going to take place in London. Yeah, that would be fun. And and we know Grindelwald's back, so I don't think he's gonna stay quiet. I mean they sort of have him right now, but I don't I think don't, they can hold him at the moment. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna be able to hold him. Will Hopefully we, we'll see Dumbledore. That's again. what I was gonna ask you. Will we yeah. see young Dumbledore? Young I mean, I hope Dumbledore. so. I hope so. I hope that Newt, you know, gets back in everybody's good graces when his book is released because we know that it becomes, you know, a handbook for magical creatures class. Yeah. Um in in later years at Hogwarts, so he must get back on everybody's good side at some Third point. Year, so hopefully, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, his book helps with that. Maybe he gets to be a professor and we get to go back to Hogwarts. I don't know. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good point. I never even thought about that, going back to Hogwarts and I hope a that, professor. I hope well, there's five movies, so maybe he's not going to be a professor just, just yet. yet. He probably still has to go and, and seek out some other interesting creatures. Do you think McGonagall's right? there? Oh, I hope so. That would be fun to see a younger yeah. McGonagall. I think right? yeah, Trelawney wasn't that old. Hagrid's not that old. No, um, yeah, because Hagrid was at Hogwarts with Tom Riddle, who is not. What about Slughorn? Yet. Yeah, Slughorn. Younger Slughorn. Sure. We are like 80. It's like 80 Maybe years. Maybe a Bathilda bag shot. <laughs> <laughs> Before she turns scary. So Filch is definitely there, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Argus. Mm-hmm. But it, it, 80, it's, it's a long time. We know Dumbledore is there, you know. Yes. We know he's in the headmaster. And that they, can live, that they can live a bit longer, That's I guess, true. than we do. Um, especially, ooh, um, Flamel. Nicholas Flamel, right? That's a good point. Yeah. He could be making his uh, Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Not going to rule it out. Meet, meet some cool, cool folks, I hope. And hopefully see more Nifflers. I want to hang out with Nifflers. I'm going to give them little pets. Aww. Even though they'd steal all my sparklies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your sparklies would be uh, definitely in trouble. Well, I don't know, but um, I'm, I, I thought it was a really lovely movie, and I enjoyed it very much. And I love the characters that she creates and the the world that she continues to inhabit with yeah, I didn't feel like there was People anything that, that crossed over into... I mean, I didn't feel like there was anything that 
was like, you had to stop and be like, no, what are you doing? That doesn't make any sense, you know? But I think JK is so careful She's about so that kind of stuff. That. Like, you know, there's a, there's some writers that are just, like, lazy and screw up their stories and change things that don't make sense. Like the writers of True Blood! <clears throat> the TV show. Alan Ball, was that the guy's name? <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't involved after the first season. The first season of that show was solid. But then after that, it, like, went off the rails. But, um, but I think JK really, you know, keeps, keeps the details organized in such a way that she's I feel like she's got a whole room in her house. It's just nothing she but notes. She probably does. Walls. They're like at the strings. Like, like on like crazy a... spreadsheets that yeah. she and like her editing team have that they have to like go through. Oh, man. That would be like the coolest job ever to like edit J.K. Rowling books. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, maybe in my next life. So, um... Out of ten, I give it. I give it like an eight point five out of ten. I'd give it a nine. You give it a nine. Yeah. It was good. It was really good. I, I really, really enjoyed it. You know. I'm picky about my theater movies because it's so expensive. Totally. I like to see things that have like special effects that you really couldn't appreciate on a small screen, or just movies that I'm like super amped about and I have to see before somebody spoilers them for me, like Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. For the rest of the year, our podcasts are probably going to be like, um, I was thinking about doing uh, Force Awakens one year later, kind of recap, talk okay. about it like a year later, and then talk we'll- Talk about Rogue One. Right? Yeah, we're going to do Rogue One. Yeah. That'll be two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. And then we'll probably, then you're going to be away. Yes. And then we'll do a year-end yeah, kind of 2016 end. recap. Right. Where we won't think about the dictator. But we'll yes. talk about science fiction because that's what we like to do. Yes, and hopefully the aliens come and stop bad things from happening. So remember, we'll be at the New Year's Eve party con on New Year's Eve. Party con. And then we're going to drink some giggle water. <laughs> in uh, Allentown. Well, it's technically Briningsville, but uh, close to Allentown, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, the Holiday Inn. Yep. We'll be there on New Year's Eve from 2 to 10. Mm-hmm. So come say hi. Yeah, come say hi. Give us a high five. A hug. There's free hugs. We even have that sign up. Free hugs. Totally. And no, it's not even at the do, mouth do of we, a creepy cave. Did we have... Yeah. <laughs> or my windowless van. Whoa. Did we even give out any free hugs all weekend at Chessie Con? I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, we totally hugged people. But people we knew. Yeah. I mean, nobody requested and... Good. Alrighty then. <laughs> sassy, sassy Sasquatch. Until next week. Use the force, Luke.